Welcome to Coaching Through Cancer, a show for partners, spouses, friends, and family of those fighting cancer. Daryl Taylor is a certified coach, a widower, and father. He knows firsthand the struggles that spouses and families go through after a cancer diagnosis. If you're in the battle of your life, you are not alone. This is the place for you. Hello and welcome to Coaching Through Cancer. Today's episode is about the Japanese art of kintsugi. Um, I've always been uh, fascinated with this concept because it, uh, one, it's a beautiful form of art, but the the lesson for life is really what makes all the difference for me. Uh, what kintsugi is, is uh, the art of taking broken items, uh, pottery, and reassembling them with gold inlay where the cracks have formed and the, the pottery has separated. Um, the result, uh, the resulting piece is often, I, I'd argue in every case, uh, more beautiful than the original piece. And the other thing that I love about this is this analogy that it has towards life. We can all describe some way or ways in which we are broken. At least one piece of our pot has broken off. Um, for me, it's several. Uh, I feel like my whole pot has been shattered. Uh, this week in particular, I am reminded of that particular pain and that particular trauma. And so I decided to talk about it on this episode. And it's funny because I was actually going to do this episode last week. I often uh, start that concept for my episodes uh, a week or more in advance. And, um, and, and that was the case with these last two episodes. But one thing that I've noticed is that oftentimes something happens in life that sort of causes me to to change that that original plan. Um, there are times when I have stuck to it, but there are other times where it just felt more right to talk about something one week than another. That is the case today. Um, it feels like... Um, Today is the day to talk about brokenness and to talk about the reference to this form of art that says that everything that is broken can be put together in a way that is as or more useful and more beautiful. And you can make brokenness a feature rather than something that you try to hide. What I've seen is that being open with the brokenness and sharing it with others is actually the path to healing, both for yourself and for others. I can remember um, a few times where uh, something has been broken, like a plate or um, you know maybe some kind of pot for decoration, things like that. Um, and uh, we'd get out the old Gorilla Glue, right? And... Uh, you know, you try to puncture the tip with a needle and you'd spread like a little droplet and smear it out on the plate or whatever was broken. And um, 
you know, it dries so quickly. If you get any on your hands, you're going to have, uh, you know, this, uh, this layer of Gorilla Glue that just allows everything to slide around on it. Uh, do not touch your fingers together because you'll be in a, in a permanent okay symbol on your hand. Um, yeah, but the whole idea with the Gorilla Glue is to, to hide the imperfection, to make it look like it did before it was broken. And I think we do that a lot in life, right? There are people who have been through some experiences and those experiences have in some way fractured or broken them internally. And what they do is they try to keep up appearances. They want to hide the fractures. They want everything to look like it did before because they think that the way things looked or the way they appeared are the way that people want to see them, prefer to see them, right? That is the expectation that they're trying to feel that, hey, everything over here is okay. Instead, what happens with the art of Kintsugi is you say, hey, look at my scars. Look at all these pieces that I've had to pick up. Right? And you take a material that is as valuable and as beautiful as gold, and you fill those in. You highlight those, those fractures. You show that to the world. Um, and you put on display the beauty of the healing process. Unlike Gorilla Glue, which is essentially invisible and you'd have to examine the broken item really really closely to see the hairline fracture and even then if you put it together well you wouldn't be able to tell um, uh, uh, whether or not it was just a fracture or whether it was um, glued back together but with Kintsugi it's different uh, it is very obvious that uh, the plate or the bowl was broken and uh, in many ways, the, the size, uh, the volume of the item uh, changes a bit because the, the gold inlay is so thick. Um, and I would imagine that the real artist can probably get all the pieces to line up exactly. But I've seen some depictions where, um, you know, there's so much inlay or the pieces were broken in such a way that you know, they don't line up perfectly symmetrically anymore. And I'm not sure if that was intentional or if that's, you know, just those particular projects, but that's like us. Sometimes when you're broken and you're put back together, even in the case of the Gorilla Glue, it doesn't line up symmetrically anymore, right? The pieces don't quite fit together. There's always that that ridge that you can feel with your thumb. And in the Gorilla Glue case, it would be a very fine uh, piece where you can sense the separation. But in Kintsugi, there's a hump of gold that holds the pieces together. Um, but nonetheless, that, that point of separation is pronounced and it's noticeable, either on close inspection or in the case of Kintsugi, it is on display from a distance for the world to see. There can be even more beauty in acknowledging and even displaying the brokenness that we all experience. 
one example of how this might play out in life um, is um, in the case of having cancer. Uh, depending on the type of cancer and your treatment plan and other things, uh, it might not be possible to hide the fact that you have cancer. Some people choose to. Some people don't want to tell anyone. Uh, others get to the point where they want to tell the world. Um, but regardless of where you are, um, it is the case that uh, cancer is like this repair of a broken plate or broken vase. Last night, uh, my son and I were playing catch in the street, and um, the neighbors had some friends visiting. And they had walked down the street and then walked back. And as they were leaving the house, the, the family came up to me. Uh, the wife looked a little familiar, but I couldn't be sure. And the husband asked, said, hey, is your name Daryl? And I said, yes, it is. And then he explained, my wife knew your wife. Your wife taught my daughter in elementary school. My daughter remembers your son Pablo from when he was almost a baby. You know, they told me, I'm sorry for your loss. And we had some, some small talk and we talked about other things. And uh, it was a very um, poignant and bittersweet moment. And uh, I really appreciated that because, one, how in the heck is that even possible? Our neighbor has been friends with these people since high school. And it just so happens that I am outside in the street with my son the moment the husband and wife and daughter walk past, who my wife left such an indelible impression upon the mom and the daughter that um, they instantly recognized us. Um, we had a nice conversation, some fun uh, remembrances, uh, but we all departed in tears. And that embodies for me uh, brokenness on display. They knew my backstory, and so they could see or know that there's a uh, a crack there. Other people in the neighborhood might see me as the plate fixed with Gorilla Glue. They don't really notice the brokenness because they, they don't know my full story. So we spent a few moments talking to the neighbors and it turns out the wife uh, over there had breast cancer as well and she's healthy, thank God. Um, her mom and dad both uh, had cancer, different forms. And um, and we just talked about how just widespread and how common it is. Uh, and uh, she remarked about how she handled her, her cancer journey. And it reminded me a bit of how Alina did in that um, Alina would, you know, wear wigs and scarves and wraps and things like that when she lost her hair. But at one point she just said no, took all that stuff off and said, I'm going out bald. And... Um, you know, that is someone falling in love with, well, perhaps not falling in love with, but certainly um, loving themselves enough to say, hey, look at me. Yes, I have cancer. Yes, I am going through this thing. Let me be a light and a beacon to you. Right. And it's it's really love of other people and respect for other people. And every time I'm reminded of these stories, I'm reminded of how 
how amazing she was. And sometimes I feel so undeserved uh, uh, for that time and for that kind of person in my life. But what it does is it inspires me uh, to be that kind of person. Um, I, uh, I, I had a good life before, um, but it inspires to me, me to want a better life now, uh, to want to continue, uh, living and breathing and contributing to the world in a way that leaves whatever impression I can behind so that, um, and, and this is not a, uh, an ascent to any kind of fame, but the idea that, you know, this family would walk up years later and say, yes, we knew your wife and she was an amazing teacher and we're sorry for your loss. And to have left that kind of an impression on, uh, people that they remembered us. Um, and, and, and that it created, I hope a moment in their family where they were grateful for what they have and grateful for their health and grateful for their lives. Um, that's what I want to do in the world. That's part of what I'm trying to do in this podcast. It's part of what I'm trying to do in my coaching. Uh, it's part of what I'm trying to do every day. Uh, spend some time focused, intentional energy, creating things that will make a difference. There were so many moments uh, from yesterday's conversation that that really crystallized for me the this image of Kintsugi art, um, my neighbor telling her story and, and the experience of her family, um, extending all the way to her parents and to her kids, to, um, you know, the neighbors, uh, uh, friends who, uh, made connections with us. Uh, there's another gentleman that, uh, we all know who has recently been diagnosed with, um, uh, cancer and has started his chemo treatment and that it's everywhere. <laughs> Um, or at least it feels that way, uh, now that you're paying attention. But I can tell you that when you first experience it, it feels like you're the only one. And the sensation is why me, not a sensation of there's this amazing community of people like the ones in our lives from, you know, the Komen Foundation and other friends who were, uh, uh, very dear and supportive of Alina, a group called Cafecitos and, and um, you know, uh, Camp Kesem and that beautiful, amazing network of uh, college students who uh, took so much care with our lives um, and, you know, extended out to, to relatives and friends. Um, the neighbor said that uh, when someone is diagnosed, a whole family gets cancer, not just the individual. And that is so true and so profound. That's been my experience. And that's why I'm sharing this with the world. Um, I'll be honest. There are times when uh, working through this material hurts. Um, I, I can't think of a time that it doesn't. Uh, the The joy that I have in in creating something that might be of value to someone else. I am always reminded of the, the pain. It is the 
image of me, uh, you know, presenting someone with this, with this vase, this, that's been transformed by the art of Kintsugi, uh, and them receiving something that might be whole and beautiful, uh, but me presenting something where I am reminded of how it was before, um, we had to fill in all the cracks and reassemble it, uh, from its broken state. And to me, it's a beautiful metaphor, and um, I'm I'm grateful to see it. I'm grateful to share it. Um, I want to thank uh, so many people uh, who have come through uh, my life in the past, and uh, you know, put their own section of gold inlay on me, and and for me. I would describe one of my roles uh, as a coach and, uh, you know, with things like this podcast as being uh, one of the people who places some gold inlay on a crack and reassembles that that piece that was broken. Uh, perhaps your, your jar, your vase is shattered. Um, and the art of Kintsugi in, in this metaphor for life is practiced not by a single artist, but by multiple artists, um, doctors, uh, their friends, uh, relatives, spouses, children, uh, perhaps other people who are Oh my gosh, I, I just think of all the different uh, groups that are on uh, part of my uh, Instagram that are support groups, whether they be individuals or groups who are all supporting um, people with cancer and giving them a place to voice their message. We had Mike on uh, uh, several weeks ago, and we have another gentleman who's uh, going to be coming on in a, in a couple of weeks, hopefully, to, uh, to talk about their cancer journeys. And all of these people are taking a little bit of gold and spreading it on the the broken pieces of the people who are listening here on this podcast or in their lives in other places. Okay, so uh, earlier I was talking about what are the odds, right, that these neighbors would be high school friends and that the wife and the daughter would know uh, Alina so well and remember me uh, visually and Pablo as a little boy and that we would all be outside on the street at the exact same moment. You know, what are the odds, right? Um, uh, and, you know, even, if, you know, regardless of the odds, just, you know, what about that moment and appreciating that moment for what it, what it was and what it presents. So fast forward in the evening, uh, you know, it got dark as we were talking. So Pablo and I stopped playing ball uh, we were doing some other things, uh, laundry and so on and so forth. Um, and so, you know, trying to get that done. And I didn't notice it until I came inside to kind of clean up uh, or was reminded of it. Uh, kind of got lost with catch and, and talking. But earlier, before they showed up, I was actually cleaning my car. Car's been a mess. It's been very frustrating to get in it. I, I like things. I mean, they don't have to be spotless, but I like them kind of organized and neat. So I went through everything and, and cleaned it all out, um, you know, wiped everything down, um, just short of like <laughs> a real detailing almost. Um, 
But as I was cleaning up, there were some little toys and things that the kids had either won at school or, or something like this. And one of them was a stamp, and uh, it didn't have a, a cap on it. Um, and so I picked it up, and it was, you know, hope the kids aren't listening to the podcast, because I looked at all these toys that hadn't been played with, and uh, didn't see any use for them, so I just took them threw them away. Uh, but when I had that handful of, like, sort of, you know, I don't know, there was a broken pen and, you know, a, a receipt for something, some other things like that, and that stamp... Uh, they were all in my hand, and I just threw them away into the trash bag that I had using when I was using when I was cleaning my car. And after that conversation, I look at my hand for some reason. I think I just washed them, and there was a smiley face. These two googly eyes and a big ear-to-ear smile on my palm of my left hand, uh, right below the uh, ring finger, and. Uh, you know, as I was leaving the that evening and saying goodnight to the neighbors, um, she's like, you know, your angels are watching. And I told her, I said, yes, absolutely. That happens a lot. And, um, yeah, so a few heartbeats later, I'm inside and I'm washing my hands and I see this little stamp, like a stamp, <sighs> like a stamp you'd see in an elementary school classroom when someone does good on an exam. And, uh, yeah. So, someone might say, wow, what a coincidence. Uh, but I choose to see that as confirmation, as, um, revelation, uh, and has communication uh, that uh, we were seen, we were heard, and we were brought together for a reason, even if that reason was only contained in that night, in that few moments of talking and sharing. And so, I uh, I want to thank Alina for that moment. Uh, I want to thank the neighbors for that moment. Uh, so many people who uh, have put us on this journey where I could end up here. I want to thank all of them. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, I, uh, I want to thank all of you for being here. If you're fortunate, there are probably many people in your life who have already done their piece of gold inlay to reassemble the pieces of your life. And I want to offer to you that coaching is something that can help with that tremendously, as well as setting you up for what comes next. And that is my mission with this podcast. That is my mission with my coaching. I will provide one more layer of that gold inlay to assist you in the process of reassembling your life and putting it together in a way that in spite of cancer and what it does to you, your body, uh, your your family, that your loved ones, that you can reassemble your life in a way that is both beautiful, 
but also recognizes the pieces that have been broken or shattered because of this awful disease. So, again, I appreciate everyone uh, in my life. I appreciate anyone listening, and I look forward to talking to you again. Until next time, be well. Thank you for joining us. Share this episode with friends, families, and others in the fight. We'd love to hear from you. What's your story? What are your thoughts, experiences, and what would you like to hear discussed? Reach out at www.coachingyouthrough.com. That's coachingyouthrough, with the letter U, dot com.